WVOW Local News, now. Services for slain West Virginia State Trooper Sergeant Corey Maynard happening today in Mingo County. I'm Aaron Stone. Mingo County schools dismissed two hours early today to allow buses to finish their routes prior to the funeral procession for Sergeant Maynard. Mingo Central High School, the site of the services, dismissed this morning at 9.30. Sergeant Maynard's services will last from noon until 3 today at Mingo Central High. Sergeant Maynard died Friday. He was shot and killed in an ambush attack on Beach Creek Road. State police say that 29-year-old Timothy Kennedy of Mate One is the responsible party for killing Maynard and injuring another person. Kennedy pleaded not guilty Tuesday in Mingo County Circuit Court. Funeral will take place at Mingo Central High today at 3 o'clock with Major Jim Mitchell officiating. Procession route from Mingo Central High School. Follow the King Cole Highway to Route 65, then to Route 52, and then U.S. 119 North to Chapmanville. Sergeant Maynard's uncle, David Maynard, says his nephew deserves to be honored for the dedication he's shown to his community. He helped countless people over the years. So someone like that, we do need to take a moment and just reflect a little bit on them and maybe take some of those good things they do and incorporate them in our the way we deal with people. WVOW Logan. Medical emergencies are never expected. They just happen. And when they do, it's critical to know that the skilled emergency medicine specialists and advanced diagnostic technologies at Logan Regional Medical Center are nearby. With imaging, laboratory, and surgery services close, you have access to all the resources you need for high-quality emergency medical care. Logan Regional Medical Center. Be well. Live well. That's why we're here. For more information, visit LoganRegionalMedicalCenter.com. A Logan County coffee shop owner arraigned in Logan County Circuit Court on child pornography and sexual assault charges. Back on Friday, 48-year-old Michael Klein, the owner and operator of the now shuttered and closed Hot Cup Coffee on Stratton Street in Logan, was arraigned on the indictments handed down by the Logan County Grand Jury last month. He was arrested in February by West Virginia State Police following an investigation sparked by online allegations of alleged victims earlier this year. Grand Jury returned two indictments. One indictment is a two-count indictment, one count of distribution and exhibiting minors engaged in sexually explicit conduct. Second count is the use of minors in filming sexually explicit conduct. A second indictment includes the previous charges plus one count of sexual assault in the second degree. In one of the cases, an underage victim allegedly sent 100 sexualized pictures and 30 sexual videos to Klein before she was 18 years old. In another case, an underage victim was identified through the Internet Crimes Against Children database. That was back in 2020. Facebook flagged explicit photos she allegedly sent Klein. And yet another case, a victim came forward after seeing social media posts of the other alleged crimes. Klein allegedly followed the underage victim into a restroom at the former OnQ music store at the Red a mall where he allegedly sexually assaulted her. That incident alleged to have happened in 2001. Klein is still being held at the Southwestern Regional Jail, $500,000 cash only bond. According to the Logan County Circuit Clerk, trial is set to begin September 18th. West Virginia concealed weapon permit class happening June 17th in the Logan County Courthouse. It's going to be on the first floor, 10 a.m. for West Virginia residents only. Ages 18 to 21 is permitted to attend to obtain provisional permits. 21 and over for a five-year traditional permit. No weapons are permitted in the safety part of the class. However, weapons are permitted 
to be left in the vehicle for the range must bring identification and legally able to handle a firearm. The class calls $75. Contact Corporal Derek Miller of the Logan County Sheriff's Department if interested in attending the training, 304-784-9019, or you can look him up on Facebook. Deputy Miller will be offering this class again in July and August. Properties in Raleigh and Wyoming counties listed in the public notices available for auction because of delinquent taxes are owned by Governor Jim Justice and his family's network of businesses. Metro News correspondent Brad McElhaney provides details on how many and where these properties are being sold. In Raleigh County, 11 properties owned specifically by James C. Justice II, the governor. And in both Raleigh and Wyoming counties, there are a bunch of properties owned by Justice Family Businesses. Raleigh County auction is scheduled for 9 o'clock on the morning of June 15th in the ceremonial courtroom. Wyoming County auction set for 9 a.m. June 16th in the lobby of the county courthouse. Public notice indicates that the lots may be redeemed by whoever is responsible for paying the taxes on them. Financial problems for the governor have spiked since the justices' family businesses explore the sale of their coal operations to settle a debt with international lender Credit Suisse. Governor's wages are garnished over still another debt. Most money on the line is from longtime lender to the Justice family, Carter Bank and Trust. It's trying to collect on more than $300 million in debts that came due in mid-April. Filings by Carter Bank are confessions of judgment, written and signed agreements, accepting liability and instances of default. Last week, lawyers from the U.S. Department of Justice filed a civil lawsuit over $7.6 million in unpaid penalties and fees by more than a dozen companies owned by Justice and his family. Justice has announced a high-profile campaign in the U.S. Senate. In the primary election, he faces Congressman Alex Mooney, who's being backed by millions of dollars from the hardline Club for Growth, which already has advertising portraying Justice as a deadbeat billionaire. When asked about the various debts, Justice also said he turned over day-to-day operations of the businesses to his son and daughter, said the family businesses will make good on whatever they owe. Long-standing dispute with Justice Holdings over a judgment of at least $18 million. Five Mile Energy Company of Kentucky has asked a federal judge for expedited consideration because of the other major financial pressures on the Justice family businesses. In that case, which originally focused on mineral rights leasing, parties are currently arguing over how much money the Justice companies even have at their disposal and whether they've been forthcoming about their actual financial situation. Five Mile Filings cite the possible imminent sale of Justice Coal properties as well as a press release that raised the possibility of paying down millions of dollars of the Carter Bank debt. Lawyers for Justice's companies have objected in that case that they lack the ability to pay, maintaining that economic headwinds over the past decade have whittled more than 100 coal and farming companies to just a dozen now actively operating. Companies in that case suggest that operating costs is chronically scarce and transferred among companies on a just-in-time basis. Lawyers representing the Justice Companies in a recent filing noted that depositions by company representatives painted a consistent portrait of a somewhat disorganized organization. Hazy smoke from Canadian wildfires covering the mountain state and likely to continue through the midweek. National Weather Service meteorologist Megan Keebler said the fires are in Quebec and Nova Scotia and the smoke from them are covering most of the state. Keebler said the haze can be seen as far north as Maine and as far west as the Great Lakes region. And she expects it to be around West Virginia at least through today. There's Keebler on Metro News Talk Line. 
we have a cold front uh, coming down from the north, and that's going to push everything. We're going to see showers as well, and that should help disperse some of the smoky air as well. And a boil water advisory issued to customers of the Chapmanville Water Sewer Department. That boil water advisory has been lifted for all Chapmanville customers as of today. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Yeah, we're still kind of stuck here with the clouds for a little bit. We'll see drier air coming in from the north late. And so we'll actually still deal with the clouds until late. And then we'll see things clearing out first. Then fog late because the ground's wet and it's going to be cold. Coming down from about 70, 72 to about 47 overnight. That is cold for this time of year. Thursday, sun's back will be in the low 70s. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. The cold fields start the day with the morning news. A man accused of shooting and killing State Police Sergeant Corey Maynard will remain behind bars. 29-year-old Timothy Kennedy of Beach Creek was denied bond during a hearing Tuesday in Mingo County Circuit Court. He faces first-degree murder after a shooting Friday in the Matewan area. State Police Superintendent Colonel Jack Chambers has called it an ambush. The morning news, weekdays, starting at 6 a.m. on WVOW.